Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on Spiritual Basics Podcast. My name is Jen Merkel. And I'm Dr. April. Hey, how are you, Dr. April? I haven't chatted with you in a little while. We've been kind of, for those of you uh, listening, we did have a little bit of a hiatus, so, um, but we're back now and uh, going strong. I'm so excited yeah. about doing this again. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So what's new with you, girl? I saw this YouTube video today that somebody else posted, so I didn't watch the whole thing, but you know how YouTube, these makeup tutorials are super popular? Yeah. Well, she did it wearing a pair of tiny hands. Oh my gosh. You know this plastic <laughs> tiny hands? Yes. I actually got some in my stocking. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hilarious. She's like squirting liquid foundation and then rubbing her little <laughs> tiny hands together and then putting with on her face like the little tiny hands. Oh and my gosh. That's hilarious. It was, it was hilarious. I bet she looked Super a mess neat. too. <laughs> I did not watch the whole thing, but yeah, <laughs> let's just say that foundation was going on super thick. That's like that. Uh, Kristen Wig thing from Saturday Night Live when she's like popping the bubbles, you know. Yeah, she's the best. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. So what's new in your world? Um, you know, just keeping busy with stuff. Um, I actually, I posted a video today, something really cool. I wanted to do a card reading and, uh, I sat down on my couch and I started shuffling my cards and Karma, my puppy, she's uh, almost eight months old. She came up, jumped on the couch and she's like, Hey mom, I want to do that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> she's like, what's she doing? You know, cause she's a puppy. She always wants to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I laid the cards out and she's like, I want to pick them. She just started picking them. I'm like, okay. And so I took a video of it. It was super cute. And her cards actually were spot on. It was pretty funny. <laughs> my so. dogs could care less about tarot. <laughs> I'm actually, it's funny because I didn't really think of, I mean, I thought she'd want to chew them up, but she didn't. She, she picked them with, she pulled them out with her teeth, but you know, I took them. Yeah. She kind of, yeah, it's, it was really cute. So anyway, that was fun. So it's good to know. She's like my spiritual kindred. For reals. (laughs) I mean, if I would have glued a treat to some of my cards, then (laughs) my dog Bella would be interested. But other than that. peanut butter on them. Yeah, for reals. That makes them interesting. (laughs) She's a food hound. Cool. Well, so, um, so hey, today we are talking about spirit guides. So, um, yeah. So spirit guides, what are spirit guides? Um, well, actually, before we talk about spirit guides, I did want to make a point about something because spirit guides are part of our spirit team. And a lot of people might not know what spirit team is. So I kind of wanted to define that a little bit. Um, your spirit. So you have, there are very, a lot of spiritual entities out there and, um, You've got um, spirit, also known as source, also known as God, known by many names. Um, You've got the ascended masters, which is like Jesus and Moses. And then you've got various archangels and all of these help everybody. You know, they help everyone. They're everywhere. Um, But your spirit team is really dedicated to you. And um, on your spirit team, you have entities like angels um, including your guardian angel, but they're all different types of angels. Um, your guides, which we are talking about today, um, all different types of guides. Um, you might have a spirit animal, uh, also deceased loved ones, and your ancestors. And those are like deceased loved ones who you never knew, like your bloodline, like from maybe a thousand years ago or more. Um, so, yeah. Right. 
And, and for me, it's been my experience that I will sometimes have temporary guides that come in and they are from religions that I don't currently practice, have never practiced, and mm-hmm. maybe don't even know a lot about. So that's always real fun to hit the old Google <laughs> when they show up in your life. And go, yeah. um, who yeah, are sure. you and what are you here <laughs> to help me with? Because that's really interesting. Yeah. So, um, but your spirit team, like I said, are the those entities that are specifically for you or helping you out at this time. Um, like you might have guides that come and go and maybe they help other people, you know, at other times, but, um, anyway, for the time being, they're dedicated to you. So I could just kind of, again, just want to say what the spirit team was. So, uh, so April, yes. A spirit guide. Oh man. That's a good <laughs> question. And it's there's a so lot of different things. It, it's so many things really. And there, and there's so many different interpretations to mm-hmm. that, but really it's, it, it's just someone who I, well, entity is a good word for it, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a, some people might go, no, not an entity, but uh, a being that helps guide you right. on your path and helps you with wisdom and knowledge and, and lessons that you need to know. Uh, sometimes they're with you from birth to death. You have some mm-hmm. permanent ones, but sometimes they're just transitory that come in, they come in when you need a particular mm-hmm. thing and out they go again. Yeah. And I think that, um, we all have at least one prime main guide, uh, one master spirit guide that uh, is basically with you all your life and helps guide you through all situations. Um, and they also help kind of manage your spirit guides on your spirit team too. So like if you're going through a divorce or something, they might bring in another guide to, you know, actually help you with that part, but they're still there too. Um, but um Something that's interesting about guides, uh, there's a couple different opinions about this, but some people will think that uh, spirit guides were once humans, and that's how they actually empathize with the trials that we're going through and how they can help us because they've been through those themselves. Right. And and some of the other theories out there are there are some guides who never choose to incarnate. So you and I, Jenna, were talking earlier that planet Earth is cray cray. It's jacked right? up, man. It, it, yeah. We are the reality show of the universe. If, <laughs> if anybody else is watching us, it is the greatest show in the galaxy. But uh, some, so this is what I read. And really, if I'm recalling, Sylvia Brown was the psychic. I believe she died in like 2013. And she's recently resurfaced some of her, um, recollections and theories. Yeah, have, some of her have predictions, yeah. predictions have resurfaced, but, uh, I believe I want to say it was her that said some guides just choose not to incarnate because earth was difficult and, and, um, incarnating on this planet was like five or 10 times on a different planet that was a lot more peaceful because this was boot camp. And mm. uh, so, so it's, it's intense and congratulations for all of you out here because you are in boot camp and you did uh, something super awesome. And some spirits just choose to stay in that place just to guide people like you who are down here doing the tough stuff and give you as much support as possible but they didn't go through it necessarily themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think both, um, you know, either one, there's no right or wrong. And uh, I suppose, you know, we believe what we believe and I guess we won't really know until we're on the other side. Really. Right. So it's For just sure. sort of whatever <laughs> resonates with you, yeah. go with it. If it doesn't toss it out, move on. 
Yeah. We're all about that. So why don't we talk about the different types of spirit guides and like their jobs, what they do to help us. Um, I already talked a little bit about the master spirit guide, how they're with you all your life and help guide you through all the situations you're in. Um, also we do, I know April, you mentioned a little bit, the interim spirit guides where they'll be with you through a specific situation. Um, those guys are like experts on whatever issue you're going through. For example, I have a guide, uh, when I was first becoming awakened spiritually, um, I was learning a whole lot of stuff and I learned, oh my gosh, I have a spirit guide. Like what's that all about? And Mm -hmm. I, um, wanted to learn more about my spirit guide and I did feel her there. I knew she was there. And, um, I asked her her name and the word joy kept popping up everywhere I went. It wasn't even Christmas time. So, um, (laughs) which you do see it a lot then too. And now once in a while it still does pop up. Um, and I, I get that little ping like, Oh, it's joy Mm -hmm. saying hi. And I thought she was my master spirit guide because she really brought me through, a lot of um, my learning and everything that has to do with spirituality. And um, she was there right by my side the whole time. And it was really cool. Um, But then as I advanced and grew, she uh, isn't really, I mean, she's still around, like if I really needed her, if I wanted to, you know, has spiritual growth to do, but she's kind of taken a back seat and I have other guides now that are taking the primary. So I don't really think she is my master spirit guide right now, but, um, she definitely did help me through that. So. Awesome. Um, guys, if you could see this, like a cheat sheet Jen has made for me, she is like, (laughs) listed all these different guides out and I'm like, dang, sis. I, I, I just hadn't really thought about it in that much detail. So I know for me personally, I think I have two permanent like guardian angels, but most of my team is a very transitory team mm-hmm. um, made up of, you know, Celtics and, you know, fairies and angels mm-hmm. and uh, peeps from other different traditions and religions. So uh, it blew my mind to just see so many categories listed out here. Um, like I said, the interims are pretty much what I get, but kind of like your story with Joy, I was at Angel Intuitive Training and they asked us to connect with some of my guardian angels. And uh, I asked my guardian angel, one of my main guardian angels, what's your name? And then I heard Adam Marcus. And I'm like, well, which is it? Is it Adam? Is it Marcus? And then like you, I started to see both Adam and, and Marcus everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So it was like my spirit team he playing was a joke on you, me, right? He's sending you signs. Yeah. All these. And then I finally had to go, guys, which is it? And they're like, well, it's Marcus, but you like the name Adam <laughs> better. <laughs> I like the name Adam better than I did the name Marcus, but in reality, it, it actually was Marcus, but they had a lot of fun at my expense on that one. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but so another type of guide, uh, that we, some of us, you know, I think at least once in our lifetime, we will get an animal spirit guide, but I don't, you know, some will get a lot of animal spirit guides. Um, and sometimes they'll change too. Like for me, for a while, this, my animal spirit guide was a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was basically when I was finding my freedom from some, some of the things that I've left behind since, uh, mostly like emotional baggage. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so uh, my independence and my freedom and, you know, like a wild horse was definitely my animal spirit guide. And I know it, um, you also have an animal spirit guide. 
I have several. And some of our listeners may ask, how do you figure it out? Like, how do you know? So it's been two different ways for me that I figure out what my animal spirit guides and those will be transitory as well. The first time, um, I, I clairvoyant. So if you haven't listened to our episodes on the Claire's, do check that out in our episode library. But yeah, those are episodes two and three, I believe. Perfect. So I will sometimes see different animals with my inner eye. But uh, the first, I guess, legit thing I did was Sandra Ingerman. She's a shamanic practitioner in Arizona. And she has this meditation of meeting your spirit animal mm -hmm. and it's a meditation of guiding you through the lower world and in shamanic practitioner lower world isn't like christianity where it's it's not a hell it's just a separate area where the animals hang out where that's mm -hmm. where the animal it's, guys are it's a, a lower meaning like energy realm on a lower plane than we as humans that's what we right. call the lower and then the upper realms are the ones above where we are humans so right mm -hmm. so it has nothing to do with good or evil so don't let that scare you off but in this meditation uh, she has you go into some sort of opening of the earth and you go through this tunnel and then when you're out of the tunnel the first animal you see is your animal so i did that and mine was a king cobra and I am so afraid of snakes. Yeah. Right. Who wants <laughs> <that> a snake? <laughs> I'm like, seriously, I turned around <laughs> and I was like, no. Okay. When I come, when I turn back around, my real animal is going to be there. And when I turn back around, it was still a king cobra. So that one's a really strong <laughs> one for me. And it makes sense with the medicine, the work that I do. That's true. Uh, cobras are all about transformation, medicine, uh, rebirth. So that was very fitting, but I, in real life, don't like snakes. Um, the other way I figure out what's a transitory guide for me is to pay attention to animals that come in around me. So yesterday I saw blue jays. Mm -hmm. So I, that's something I don't see very often. So when I see something like that, I'm going to go home, I'm going to hit the Google and I'm like, okay, tell me what blue jays are. And it's a message for me that I need in the moment. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, my animal spirit guys are often transitory, but um, I do have my cobra to help me <laughs> in my healing work. That's, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting too, because I know you have like this aversion to snakes, but I think what we have to do is take this uh, look at, you know, animals are creatures, you know, and there's no good or bad animal. They're just kind of hanging out, you know, mm -hmm. and they're doing their thing. There's not really a good or Now me, I, I don't like snakes, but I'm terrified of bees. I don't like bees at all. Mm -hmm. But um, when I see bees, um, you know, I know there's a message in it for me. So right. anyhow, um, yeah. So animal spirit guides. Um, and also something that, uh, Animal spirit guides in general will help with are things like um, protection, uh, strength, persistence, uh, courage, freedom. Like I was talking about my horse is freedom, um, valuing yourself, things like that. So the things that you're going through in your life, your spirit, your animal spirit guide is going to be there to help you with. Great. <clears throat> so uh, another type of guide out there. Um, and there's, you know, again, there's so many, it doesn't mean you have one of each. You might, you might have several of a certain kind, but another type is healing guides and healing guides um, help us heal physically and or emotionally. So if we're going through an illness um, or if we're going through emotional pain, 
um, they are there to help us. I have a feeling our uh, healing guides are on uh, heavy duty right now. <laughs> yes. They are definitely helping us all out right now. Um, they also work closely with those who are in professions that have to do with healing, like, uh, you know, the medical profession um, or April, like your naturopathy mm-hmm. right. and, um, you know, myself, even as a crystal healer, uh, they will work closely with us to help us develop our gifts and even sometimes be just right alongside us. I know when I do crystal healing, um, sometimes I will call in my healing guides and ask them for guidance and assistance and to be there, you know, to help with the healing. Same. Uh, this is one of my favorite. The next category is, I love it. It's the task or talent guides. So you can ask a guide to help you with a specific project, a specific task. I've done this for writing projects that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do it probably more frequently for parking spots. So <laughs> parking angels, this is a thing y'all that if you know, when you leave the house, if you can ask the parking angels to get, help you secure a parking spot, <laughs> wherever you going, they will come through for you in a big time. Yeah. I think it's important to, um, note, however, that guides and angels definitely are separate. They're not normally the same. Um, they're not interchangeable because angels are more of like protectors They're Well, they have different purposes, but, um, guides are specifically here to, you know, help us, um, grow and they provide us with suggestions and things like that, but they're not like, you know, it's so fruitless where, still at play, right? Yeah. So this is where Jen and I will disagree a little bit. So <laughs> um, it's for me, angels are guides and I don't see a lot of distinction between them. Um, like there are way more categories that we're covering tonight than I use in my personal life and or were aware of. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, angels are guides. Yeah. Um, but to others, they are different And I think that, you know, angels can definitely play a guide role. Um, And we'll be talking about angels in a future episode. So I don't want to spend too much time on that. But I just wanted to clarify, you know, whoever, you know, as you're listening to this, you know, whatever your opinion is, is what's right for you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, no judgment here. And, you know, April and I still love each other, even if we have a difference of opinion (laughs) once in a while. We're not going to. Well, it's good. It's it's healthy for a podcast (laughs) not to be like, uh huh, yep. yep, Friendship. We agree with everything. (laughs) Um, But uh, the, the task and talent guides. Um, one of my favorite examples is um, I knew I had a colleague of mine who actually, she was the one who even brought up the idea of this task or t- and talent guide. I'm just going to call it talent guides um, where she was a painter. She had just started painting and she had done some different things, but she felt kind of like she didn't have much of a creative um you know, creativity. And so she uh, called in her master spirit guide and asked her master spirit guide to send her a guide to specifically help her with improving her painting. And that guide came through. And sometimes these guides, if they were, you know, before here, before on earth, they could be Picasso, they could be, you know, a a master at the definitely they have been a master at whatever it is. So uh, I myself lately, I've asked for uh, help with um, uh, talent guides to help me train my puppy because she can be a little turd sometimes and (laughs) she's a puppy. So um, sometimes if I'm having a particularly rough time, 
then I'll call in my talent guide and ask for help. So, um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, an animal trainer guide will come down and just help me out and it's fantastic. So great. Yeah. So another type of guides uh, we have to are protector guides and they will, um, they will help protect you. um, But also they'll help you learn to protect yourself and others. So if you're in a situation, maybe like a domestic violence situation, um, they'll help you uh, with that situation, protecting yourself. Or even if you're just in a relationship where you don't feel safe, not necessarily physically, but maybe emotionally, maybe it's, um, maybe there's some uh, verbal abuse or maybe you're just don't feel like you can be yourself. There's protection there. Um, a lot of times protection, protector guides will uh, be around children and so will angels for that reason, mm-hmm. children that are in unfortunate situations. But another thing about protector guides is they also work really closely with those that protect us, like the police and military, um, child protective services, judges, um, you know, anything that's basically a protector type of vocation. There's probably guides for every type of major vocation out there, don't you think? Artists, doctors, yeah, travel agents. You guys, you guys all podcasters. Podcasters. Well, you know what? Podcasters, we even could call in these next category of guides, the teaching guides. We're trying to learn things, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you guys think we suck at podcasting, send some teaching guides our way. Um, yeah, so I, I keep thinking of this. Um, I, I want to say it was something Sonia Choquette. She's an author. She works a, a lot with angels, but she also she was wanting to redecorate, and she couldn't figure out how to to redecorate and make the solution work. So she actually called in uh, a decorating guide, and who showed her a series of images on how she could make this decorating project work for her. So. Um, I thought that was pretty neat, but that's a good example of teaching guides. Yeah, uh, with, it definitely. Um, your teaching guides will lead you to resources and information too. So they'll maybe put an idea in your head. Hey, why don't you Google X, Y, Z? And mm-hmm. when you do, it comes up with a whole bunch of ser- search results that get your mind really going and find the answers that you're looking for. So that's cool. Um, now, another type of guide is called a gatekeeper guide. And actually, the first time I heard about this was through, I think, I can't remember if it was John Holland or James Van Pra. I think it was James Van Pra, actually. Both of them are famous mediums. If you're not familiar with them, I'll look up uh, their information on Google, their web pages. They're um, both uh, definitely leaders in the industry. But the gatekeeper guide will um, is important for empaths. So, and used by mediums a lot. Um, they often appear when your gifts are opening. So what they do is they kind of work to keep the flow of traffic going smoothly. So for example, let's say, you know, you're just learning about spirituality, you're learning about all these things, and it just seems like you're everywhere. You're getting information for everything. You're confused. You know, ask your gatekeeper guide to come in and steady the flow so that you can kind of absorb it better. And actually, your gatekeeper guide will come in, even if you don't ask. It, it will happen. Um, but uh, it's also like for mediums, if they're doing like, I know it was um, James Van Praa was doing the, a show. I don't know if it's, a, I don't call it a show, but he was doing like a group mediumship reading. And, um, you know, he asked his gatekeeper guide, 
we didn't ask his gay group guy was there to help because if there's, you know, 300 people in the room, you know, all these people have multiple people that want to come through and he relies on his gatekeeper guy to bring through the people that need to come through that are on the other side. So that's uh yeah. Gatekeeper guide. Fantastic. I, I feel like this one, I, um, do as well as uh messenger guides so bring yeah, messages from talked spirit about the blue jay yep yep the blue jay i do i get mm -hmm. all so animals tend to fill this little hole for me um but you know what it could be somebody who spirit is working through like uh someone at the post office you overhear mm -hmm. two people talking and it's exactly the information that you needed to know so things can be brought to you in in interesting ways uh, I will say, and those are from your messenger guides. Yeah. And also it'll help you when you need to deliver messages. Again, this is something that mediums will use because that you want to, as a medium myself, when I'm doing a mediumship reading, I want to make sure that I deliver the information in the most loving way and the most positive way with the greatest good. And, um, you know, without help of our messenger guides, you know, it might just come out in not the best way. Because quite honestly, one of personally, one of my issues I have a lot of time is I misunderstood. And I, that's the last thing I want to happen when I'm doing a mediumship reading. So mm -hmm. anyhow, so yeah, so there's also inspirational guides. And this is something that I, it is funny till I started writing up this outline, I was like, I didn't really thought about an inspirational guides, but man, I've got a ton of them. And I think the reason, the reason I know that is because I'm like an idea person. Like I, April and I were texting the other day and I just like, others oh, ideas were just flowing out of me like so crazy, but I'm an Aquarius and we're She's known an for having many ideas. And, um, yeah, I definitely think that, uh, inspirational guides are strong with me right here. They also send epiphanies and I do get those a lot too. Um, you know, I had, I did had a video on my, uh, web or sorry. Yeah. My website, but I guess my, um, Facebook page about an epiphany I kind of had while I was hiking in Sedona recently. Um, but I get them all the time. Sadly, sometimes they're at 3am. So I don't know if I, <laughs> I gotta get better about like writing them down so that I remember them in the morning, but I'll, yeah, gotta ask those gatekeeper guides to like make sure they come in between <laughs> the hours. That's oh, actually a really good idea. <laughs> Seven a.m. Start doing nine p.m. That. Yes, that's what I'll be like my on my phone. I have like the the do not disturb <laughs> yes. hours. <laughs> I ask my yes. gatekeeper to to impose that for uh, yeah. That I'll have a lot better sleep. I'm sure <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, they'll help you access your higher self and spiritual truths, and also help you to learn more about the uh, higher dimensions. So, so why do guides help us, Jen? Tell us. <laughs> well, guides help us because they're, it's for their own spiritual expansion and growth. Because when they serve humans, um, they're helping us to become more enlightened and spiritual ourselves. And that's our goal. And that helps them to grow as well. So that's really the reasons why they do. That's great. Yeah. And what's your favorite way to communicate with your guides? My favorite way. So I'm communicating with my guides all the time. I'm like a big old chatterbox and I talk mm -hmm. to myself all the time. And I used to like, I make fun of myself just to talk to myself all the time. But I'm, I realized like, I don't know, six months ago, I'm not really talking to myself. I'm talking to my guides. Like when I'm driving mm -hmm. in the car, I just talk out loud. I'm like, you know, what? I know my guide's sitting right there in the passenger seat. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, you know, so it's kind of interesting. Um, and when I say talk to myself, like ideas that come out, things I have to do or just re- things that I remember or whatever it is. It's almost like I have a friend sitting there with me. So that's how I mostly talk to my guides. <laughs> Great. I, mine's an internal monologue and I will tell you my guides are not chatty. And I've had many people connect with my guides, talk to my guides, and that has been something they've all said is my guides are, they're, they're one to five answer, they're one to five word <laughs> answer guides. So I've learned to phrase my questions in yes or no answer. Keep it yes or no. Keep it say, yes or yes. no. I no. kind of feel like I have an Emma <laughs> magic eight ball, right? I have a magic eight ball sometimes. <laughs> yes. uh, they're just not chatty. And I know some other people get long answers from their guides. And I dated this one guy who loved to do journaling with his guides. So he would write down a question for his guides on a blank piece of paper, then just kind of get in a quiet state. And he would do almost like an automatic writing. He would just write down whatever was popping into his head, whatever was coming to him. Mm -hmm. And this guy had pages of stuff. And my guides were like three words. It's like, (laughs) don't do it, girl. You know, (laughs) like, like, how does that even happen? I mean, I'm so jelly of people. It's interesting though, because I think our guides for the most part are going to match our energy and our personality because they match up with us. I mean, really they're a perfect match. You're not going to have a guide that clashes with your philosophies or, you know, what you're doing. It, I guess there might be an exception if you, if you know, the universe wants you to go through a specific, <laughs> you know, uh, lesson, they might do that. But I think in general, generally speaking, you will, you know, have guides that match your energy. Well, apparently I am to the point y'all in like one to five words. You're very succinct. succinct. That's like a vocabulary word from eighth grade. That's right. Coming back. (laughs) Um, And one um, really good way to communicate with guides too is to meditate and, you know, just talking to them in the meditation. Um, It's also a really good way to meet your guide. And I know April talked about a guided meditation that she did. You can actually find some guided meditations on YouTube. Um, that will help you to meet your spirit guide. And uh, one that I always like to recommend, they're called um, The Honest Guys on YouTube. They have zillions of different types of meditations, but they have a couple different versions that you can meet your spirit guide. And that's one that I definitely recommend. Um, And that's how I actually met my spirit guide for the first time, I think. So that's great. I did one uh, yesterday again with Sandra Ingerman, but this time we were doing The Upper World. And I met Shiva and I am not Hindu and I had to go Google like what, mm-hmm. what that was about for me. But she mm-hmm. says, set an intention, set a question or if you need a healing or you have a problem. So I set this intention and then I step out into the upper world and then, and then there is this person, Shiva, to help me out with my problem. So just be open when you do these meditations mm-hmm. that your guides can come in a lot of different forms and a lot of different ways for you, but it's fun. It's fun to see what comes up. Yeah, it is really cool actually. Um, and, um, yeah, I can tell my little story about a spirit guide I met recently. Um, I, a couple months back, um, I, so my 2020 word 
is level mm-hmm. up. And I know that's two words mm-hmm. and I, you know, but anyway, it's like, I want to get to the next level now. You know, I feel like I've grown a lot. I've changed a lot and I'm ready to level up for sure. So I did a specific meditation to ask my guides, you know, what does that mean? level up. Like there's so many different options. What do I do? So during the meditation, I actually went up to a higher realm and I met a spirit guide who was very, um, kind of stoic again, did not match my energy. Right. So generally they do. This one wasn't matching my energy. He was very formal and it wasn't, you know, unpleasant or mean or anything like that. He was just very stoic and to the point and serious. And uh, I asked him his name and, uh, he said, Angel. And I was like, what? Like, wait, you're a guide, but your name is Angel? And he's like, yeah, so? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, nothing. No, sorry, sir. You know, like, (laughs) I just found humor in that, but he didn't have a sense of humor, but that's okay. I mean, right? it's just, it's fine. It was just kind of, I find humor in the fact that he didn't have a sense of humor because he's my guide for heaven's sake. I mean, come on. Uh, Anyway, so I just thought that was kind of cool. So that's how I met one of my guys recently. Um, so yeah. And then uh, April, you have a note here, the question and answer message. I, I do. And I, and it's one I really talked about. So it's, I will mentally ask my guys a question and then just, they will answer me in kind of a claircognizant. The answer will just sort of pop in my head sort of way. So mm-hmm. it's like you, except I just don't talk out loud. <laughs> I'm just doing the whole thing in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only get one to five words back as the answer. So mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've learned to tailor that and adjust and work with my magic eight ball guys. It's <laughs> cool. I know what I'm getting it for Christmas now. <laughs> no, right. I love those things. Actually, you know, people don't even realize magic eight ball is a divination tool. Like people yeah. don't even realize like back in the, when did they come out the seventies or something or sixties even? I don't know. Like, that was, well, I, I guess that's when Ouija boards were a thing too, but for sure. Anyhow, we digress. Um, I digress my fault. Uh, so another thing about guides uh, to know, I know we talked a little bit about names of guides and we talked about how, you know, we said he, this or she, that guides don't really have genders and they don't necessarily put a lot of um placement on names. I think they do it for our purpose so that we know who we're talking to because as earth people, we feel the need to know the gender and we need to know the name of our guide so that we can identify with them. But when you're actually a guide, it's not as important to put that kind of um, label on anything for lack of a better word. It's like my Adam Marcus story. My guy didn't really care. Or my what angel I call story, them. yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Adam, Marcus, right. you he's going to answer. It's kind of up to you. Like, it's for you to decide mm-hmm. what you, you know, or, you know, the guide who has no name because they, you That's know, true. I mean, whatever. Um, I know sometimes I'll con- communicate with guides and I really don't know. I don't know their name and I don't know their mm-hmm. gender, you know, but I know they were there and, you know, they're helping me for whatever reason. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And uh, another thing about guides is they are always with you. You know, they're always with you in one form or another. Um, So it's kind of like, you know, when we think about God or spirit or source, you know, it's always, it's an ever present thing. Um, And they're part of you. They're in you just like spirit is, you know, they're, they're there. We're all connected and uh, they're part of that connection. 
So if you have any questions about guides or anything we've talked about today or any show suggestions, please do send your questions to spiritualbasicspodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to visit our website also. Um, we're not done yet. I just uh, wanted to kind of give a little plug about how to contact us. Our website is spiritualbasicspodcast.com. But um, April, I think you mentioned that you uh, saw a question come in from one of our listeners. So I would like to hear more about that. Absolutely. So this question is coming from Katrina and she writes, hi, Jen and April. I recently lost my job. I'm sorry, Katrina. And I'm feeling a lot of anxiety lately. I worried about finding another job that can help support myself and my family. I like to work with crystals. So do you have any recommendations for crystals to help me manifest money or another job? Katrina. So Katrina, we're sorry that you're having a little difficulty right now, yeah, but, that sucks. but Jen and I love crystals and you came to the right place because <laughs> this is our jam and we have so many recommendations for you. So first off, I want to help you address your anxiety. Uh, amethyst is one of the crystals I love for anxiety. It does help you connect to your higher self. Uh, but also when you're really anxious, doing a little grounding, having a little grounding crystal and black tourmaline is my absolute favorite for that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jen? For anxiety, I tend to move toward the crystals that look like the ocean, basically, because the ocean is my happy place that calms my anxiety. And, you know, water does represent our emotions. So mm -hmm. something like Larimar or blue aragonite are really, really good for that. Um, another really good one for anxiety, my go-to is clear quartz. It's kind of mm -hmm. like go-to for anything, but um, specifically when you're using it for anxiety, it really clears your energy. And rose quartz is another one I really, really yes, like for, for sure. anxiety. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and Oh, sorry. I was just going to say rose quartz. One thing about rose quartz is, um, you know, it's all about love and bringing love into you because, you know, you can only have love or fear. You cannot have both. And anxiety basically is just a form of fear. So Absolutely. when you bring rose quartz into that and meditate with it, or even just put it in your pocket for the day, you're mm -hmm. kind of giving yourself a little boost of love there to help, you know, keep that fear away. Absolutely. So let's talk money now. You want to know how money, to manifest money, money, money. Money. So manifest money. this money and this job. So I love citrine as one of my favorite mm -hmm. money and business prosperity crystals. Um, what about you, Jen? Pyrite is one of my favorite favorites. Um, it's also known as fool's gold and it comes in many different forms. It's actually really cool and you can get it in different shapes and sizes, just like any crystal. I just recently got a big pyrite sphere, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I actually um, got That's it from heavy. a crystal shop here in Dallas. It is heavy, um, but it's got amazing energy. Like right when I put it on my crystal shelf, I could feel the energy coming off of it. And since then I have, I've won a total mm -hmm. about, or so I've manifested about $500 in wow. unexpected income. Two of them, I won $100 twice in a $300 unexpected income that came within a week. That's so fantastic. I know it was just amazing. I've never had that much success with a single crystal before, but I'm going to keep using love that. Guy I love uh, spheres as well. I think they're super powerful. And you mentioned a great thing, but so, sometimes a mantra I like to use is that I'm open to receiving money from expected and unexpected right uh, sources just yep. to just be open 
so that it comes to you. And if you have a lot of anxiety or fear, you can actually block that goodness from coming to you. So it's really important to relax, stay in that faith place, ask your guides to help you girl. Cause we talked about guides this whole episode and you do have money and prosperity yeah. guides. Look to your you. spirit team for help. You know, now you know about the different types of guides out there and how they can help you. So hopefully these tools are uh, really going to be helpful for you. Thank you. And thanks for writing in Katrina. And please let us know if you have any more questions. Yes. Again, our email is spiritualbasicspodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on our website, spiritualbasicspodcast.com. So thanks so much, guys, for joining us. Thank you, April, sweetheart. Thanks, Jen. All right. Bye, guys. Good night. Good night.